Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to Soul Coffee. I'm your host, Dr. Jamal Fuster, tuning in from Tucson, Arizona, where each week I bring in potent guests where in conversation we extract lessons, principles, experiences that are designed to caffeinate your life at a soul level and gift you the inspiration and tools that powerfully transform your life. The brew is ready. Come take a sip. Your primary care could be so much better. Yes, it could. <laughs> Y'all, I got this ball of sunshine in the L offices here in beautiful Tucson. Welcome to the show, Mandy Demerit, y'all. She is a family nurse practitioner, and I am so charged because we met about a month or about yeah, five weeks yeah, ago at yeah. a networking event. And mm-hmm. uh, there is some resonance in conversation mm-hmm. and just resonant passion and really just caring yeah. so passionately about people as yeah. I was still unsure, you know, what entailed with a family nurse practitioner mm-hmm. and what came with that. Mm-hmm. And y'all, she is the real deal. And she was uh, voted on primary on Tucson.com's Reader's Choice 2020 edition uh, Best Primary Care Provider. Um, she is brilliant mind, passionate when it comes to helping people be inspired and empowered in the last two years, especially as there's been such a confusion, such a uh, manipulation, such a just a, not the most inspiring way of viewing health, sister. And when you shared that line with me is your primary care could be so much better and shared this quote unquote your words, you know, this Netflix kind of like subscription mm-hmm. based so that way more people can have more access yes. to, you know, health care. Mm-hmm. You know, why? is my main question for you. Like, why, why did I do this? Yeah, what, what drives you? Why? Um, I just got sick of the typical fee-for-service medicine. It, it's very much a mill. Um, 20 minutes, well, I mean, I get 20 minutes as a nurse practitioner, but doctors get less time than that. And you're always behind and just trying to keep up with that rat race, and it just is old. It got old, and um, COVID really kind of, I just got sick of it. And so really kind of look at, looked into even it was like uh, early summer 2020 of how could I be different with this. It would always mm. been a dream of mine to have my own practice. I just thought I would be a lot older and wiser. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, just started doing research and the ball started rolling and I would hit roadblocks and I would get frustrated and I would sit on it for a few days and then... Um, they just kept falling, and I just said, okay, Jesus, I'm going to keep doing this until the roadblock is too big for me to overcome, mm. or I, my doors are open, and I opened my doors January 2021. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So it's been such a wonderful journey um, in finding people who want to make their lifestyle better, who want to make the changes, um, and not having to deal with insurance. Insurance is not necessary for primary care. Mm. 80 to 90% of the stuff we can take care of in primary care, and they run the show. And so one of my favorite examples, and I think I shared with you about just trigger point injections to help with muscle spasms. If you came, went to any traditional fee-for-service clinic, um, which is what, when I say fee-for-service, it's what we're used to yeah. um, as far as, as far as medicine and your appointments go. And so you get a trigger point injection, which is just lidocaine and a muscle spasm. And so I come in, assess you. Yes, let's go forward with that. Well, you can't get it today because you need a prior auth. 
So then you're waiting, who knows when my next appointment is. Um, And so then it's however many days until you can come back and get that injection. So you're in pain that much longer. In my practice, I don't need to do that. I can make that assessment. And then we talk about next best steps and you can get it that day. And then as far as like with insurance, so then if you do the trigger point injection, well, they'll only pay for every three months, but you can really do them like in the next week. So if you're seeing some improvement, but not 100%, you know, we could do another one in a week. And so insurance just, they run the show. And they're not in it for the benefit of you and your health. They're in it for the benefit of their shareholders. They have to keep them happy. Oh, this is such a juicy concept. (laughs) Wow. This is going to be such a fun conversation. As I love that your model presents an opportunity to bypass Mm -hmm. a lot of the headache. Yes. At the Soros Tucson, we're predominantly cash-based as Mm -hmm. well because Mm -hmm. we can provide the care that our people need right Right now. now, Exactly. Which is so important Mm -hmm. because... Y'all, I think the concept of health is something that we can explore a lot more as once more, y'all, like Mandy brings such a wonderful perspective as, yes, I'm a chiropractor and I see things through mm-hmm. a certain lens holistically in a different way and pertaining to the spinal cord and the health and function of mm-hmm. your nervous system and helping you process your stress. But Mandy brings such a potent um, compliment to things as uh, she represents allopathic medicine, but in a way that I think is very new and is more dynamic mm-hmm. and in more flow. And I think what makes the model that she she provides for her people is that there's immediate access, mm-hmm. there's quicker access to the resources mm-hmm. and, you know, the medicines and mm-hmm. the different things to help people mm-hmm. heal. But also one thing I want to highlight early on is, you know, how she sees how a lot of the diseases in her office, how they actually pertain to a lot of lifestyle. And mm-hmm. would you care to share a little bit more about that? Yeah. Can I, I just quick want to explain my practice model for Do most people don't understand it. And then we'll get into that. So that. it's like you mentioned, it's a, like Netflix for healthcare. So subscription based. So catchy. I, you know, <laughs> um, so it's a monthly subscription to primary care. So $75 a month for one person. $135 for two people and a family of five is up to $150. And with that, there's no co-pays, no deductibles, no co-insurance. You could see me five days a week and it's not going to cost you anything else. Um, I get really cheap rates on any sort of blood work or imaging that we need to do. So you don't even need to tap your insurance for those things. And most of the time it's way cheaper than what your deductible is going to be anyways for right. that stuff. Um, and I really love people to be healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. So I am big on price transparency. I am very upfront about everything, and I do not proceed with charging for blood work until you understand why I'm ordering it and what I'm looking for, and then you also agree to the charge. Mm. And so I, I treat everyone's finances like I, my own, and so I'm not just like willy-nilly money guns, like, oh, let's, you know, I, I just want to respect people in that. Um, but then you brought about, what did you ask me about? Oh, how your application Yes. of what you do and yeah, how you yeah. help pay attention to the whole lifestyle, yes. which I yeah. think as an insert nurse, you know, there's uh, uh, an awareness that, you know, majority of nurses that work in the hospital mm-hmm. systems, you know, they got to, they're one, shouldering mm-hmm. a lot yes. of the load, yeah. a lot more than I think people would really kind of perceive and yeah. there's so many touch points, but mm-hmm. you have a lot more freedom, I think, yeah. as uh, compared to a registered yeah. nurse in a hospital. Yes, yep. Um, so lifestyle. I would say that 90 to 95% of the chronic diseases we have today are due to our lifestyle. Yes. And so the big thing for me, if you sit in my office, you will hear that conversation pretty much every time we meet or if we chat over the phone, because it is high insulin levels create inflammation and inflammation is the number one driver of metabolic diseases. Mm. 
And so we really need to be looking at the processed carbohydrates and sugars that we are putting into our body. Sugar is not regulated by the FDA, not that that means anything, but because of that, they are hiding it in everything. Same with seed oils. Seed oils would be canola, vegetable oil, Crisco, margarine, peanut oil, safflower oil, grapeseed oil, any of that garbage that's in all of your salad dressings, it's in your mayonnaises, it's in your seasonings, your dry seasonings I'm finding, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and I, you know, I've been practicing this lifestyle, so I, I promote the ketogenic carnivore lifestyle, and so I have been practicing this for a few years, and I just recently chose to, just found out about that they're putting these soybean oils in your seasonings, and I'm like, what in the world, so now I have a lot of seasonings in my, uh, uh, pantry that I'm no longer using, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but seed oils, the way that they, those started like in the 1900s, they were used to um, grease engines. And then they figured out, oh, it kind of looks like lard. And let's tell people that it works in that way. Well, I'm, I'm still doing more research on this. But from what I can understand is the way that they get it to the initial oil stage it is very, smells horrible. And so then they have to process it again to get it palatable for us to eat it. But the half-life, so a half-life of something is how long it takes half of it to leave your body. So a half-life of a seed oil is 680 days. So it takes over four years for those seed oils to leave your body. And they are creating a, an insane amount of inflammation and they hang out in your fat cells. And then you have your processed carbohydrates and sugars which is like your breads, pastas, pastries, rice, tortillas. All the tasty things. All the things in the standard American diet that right. we absolutely right. love. And um, our, you know, like I said, sugars are hidden in everything. It's in your lunch meat. It's in, you like, you got to look it up. And, and I went to Safeway one day and was like, hey, what's in your deli meat? And they printed out straight up sugar. It's an addiction. I mean, it fills our opiate receptors just like a narcotic would. And when you look at an MRI versus if someone did cocaine versus sugar, it lights up the exact same way. So if you choose to come off of that, it is a detox. You will not feel well. It is lots of water, an incredible amount of salt, which everyone, salt gets a bad rap. Don't blame the salt for what the sugar did. Um, uh, Sugar-free electrolytes, bone broth, and then fat and protein to kind of get you through that uncomfortable stage of detoxing off of it that's very important feel free to rewind that as that's a very big nugget for y'all to appreciate and one other layer to the question is you mentioned inflammation Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest drivers Mm -hmm. leading in perpetuating chronic Mm -hmm. diseases Mm -hmm. and you also said it helps uh, perpetuate metabolic disease Mm -hmm. which would you care to translate that a little bit more for, for our people yeah so metabolic diseases you know like your diabetes hypertension Um, And they're now starting to call Alzheimer's type 3 diabetes and Parkinson's type 4 diabetes, which that leads into a whole other discussion of healing our gut Mm -hmm. and how important our our gut is in that aspect. And so um, you can change your lifestyle to be the carnivore or ketogenic lifestyle, which is what I promote. But if you don't heal your gut, you kind of have done nothing. And so we have a thing called leaky gut syndrome, which is... From my understanding, there's a mucus membrane layer on your intestine, and because of our standard diet and all the things that we eat, it's putting holes in that mucus layer. Mm -hmm. So then when you continue to eat those things, instead of being um, then the outside of your intestine, so kind of the inside of your body, is now not protected. And so those chemicals and those toxins are straight into your bloodstream. 
um, without being filtered out or then processed out of your body. And so you, if you don't heal your gut, you can still go on to get Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and things like that. Mm-hmm. Which is so important because being able to appreciate this, this different lens, it's so important because when you think about the lifestyle, I think what the United States has fallen victim to in <coughs> a lot of the world is due to a lot of confusion, as we talked about mm-hmm. on Dr. Brett's episode, Understand the Matrix, when people are confused, mm-hmm. they're like, well, you know what, well, fuck it. You mm-hmm. just take, take, t- do this for me. Yes, exactly. And a lot of people want mm-hmm. us to, as healthcare professionals, heal them mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. because there's just so much confusion mm-hmm. with exercise, with diet, with all these different things. We mm-hmm. talk about this in our Healing Essentials mm-hmm. workshop and how we just want to boil mm-hmm. things down and make it mm-hmm. super simple. My mm-hmm. question for you is, you know, why is it important for someone to be able to better understand and mm-hmm. change their lifestyle? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really don't want to progress to these diseases, if you want to come off medication, and I'm taking people off medication, if you want to stay off medication, this is what you have to do. I can't out-medicate your diet. No provider can. So if you continue to eat these things, especially as a diabetic, eventually the insulin stops working. And Mm. what I don't know if people understand is the disease of diabetes. So diabetes is when your blood sugars are chronically high, your cells do not respond to insulin anymore. They're sick of it. They're the mom who's just tuned out the kids screaming at her. And so uh, it's you have all these high blood sugars. Well, it's a disease that attacks your tiny blood vessels. And where do those live? In our eyes, our feet, our hands, and our kidneys. So as a diabetic, if it's uncontrolled, you will start to get neuropathy or numbness in your feet. Then you get a sore, and you don't know about it for a few days. Open wounds, get infected. And then it starts down this cycle of in the hospital, trying to debride it. Eventually, we start to cut off toes. We cut off feet. You lose your eyesight, and you lose your kidneys. And so that is this disease. And I don't... I don't think people understand that. If you sit in my office, I tell you that because I want you to know what's coming forward for you. Um, does that answer your question? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to translate so that way yeah, people can yeah, understand yeah, yeah. and like yeah. create, have a landing pad for yes. them to understand because mm-hmm. I think Sean Stevenson talks about this. I think it's 50 to 60% of the United States population or more. I think it's two-thirds. Every two out of three people is overweight yes. or obese. Yes, and it's astronomical in children now. It is pre-diabetes, diabetes in children is like, I just, my heart, my heart. Like, what are we doing to those kiddos? You know what I mean? And I, <laughs> and why? Because, I, I, well, one, they've gotten us addicted to it. Yes. Right? Not regulated by the FDA. And if we want to go down that rabbit hole. Do it. Okay. Oh, we're here to, so. <laughs> we're here to paint the picture. I, I think this is perfect. Uh, yes, yes. We need we to already, talk about it. Yeah. We already painted the picture for yeah. understanding the yeah. matrix, but yeah. Mandy has a lovely you know, description and how things turn in or how things layer into each other with insurance, mm-hmm. with big food, big mm-hmm. pharma. Yeah, let's go. So in the 50s, there was a gentleman named Ansel Keys, and he did what was called the seven countries study. And he found... Set these seven countries, the more saturated fat you th- that you ate, the higher your cardiovascular risk, your cardiovascular disease was. And this was right around when Eisenhower had his heart attack and everyone was freaking out. Well, they also didn't address the fact that Eisenhower smoked a pack a day. And what does smoking do? Increase inflammation. No one addressed that. So he plotted these countries. Well, then we have the government and the American Heart Association jumping onto that. But what you don't know is he looked at multiple countries, and the only ones he plotted on his graph were the ones that proved his point. If you step back and look at all the countries, there was no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. 
So now we have the government like jumped on this. American Heart Association jumped on this. So they're telling you fat is evil. Then in the 60s, the top three nutritionists at Harvard were approached by the sugar industry to say that fat was the root of all evil, and they did it. They were bought off. So now you have a low-fat industry. So the only way to make, t- make things taste better when you remove the fat is to add carbs and sugar to it. Mm. Now we have a statin industry of $14 billion a year plus that does literally nothing. They're treating an LDL number. Your LDL is a calculation on your standard cholesterol panel. It's just a calculation. They're not looking at anything. There's multiple different forms of LDL. And everyone looks at cholesterol inherently as evil, and it's not. It's a, it's a transportation molecule. It's Nice. Your cells are made up of fat, cholesterol, and protein. Where in there does it talk about carbohydrate? Not one. And there's studies that are showing that the lower your cholesterol levels, there's a correlation between low cholesterol levels and Alzheimer's. Like cholesterol is imperative to your brain. Imperative. Your liver makes it if you don't eat enough of it. The top, there's three ways that our body gets cholesterol. It gets it from your liver, it gets it from your diet, and it gets it from when it autophages your cells and breaks them down and repairs them. It'll steal it from that. But the top two places are your diet and your liver. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Americans are, <laughs> I like to say United States, United Statesians, let's be clear. There's <laughs> South America, North America, and Central yes, America. Yeah, yeah. United Statesians. <laughs> Think about this, y'all. In the 50s and 60s, the... Big food was bought off to literally flood things with mm-hmm. carbs, which wasn't how we were designed. Think right. about our ancestors when they're yes. running around mm-hmm. trying to avoid saber-toothed tigers and, yep. you know, surviving. They're yep. able to, yes, like forage and pick up, you know, berries, nuts, and different mm-hmm. things. But um, it was what was available to them. Mm-hmm. And there simply wasn't this whole mm-hmm. middle of the grocery store, mm-hmm. which is food that is quite literally processed, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, one tip is, you know, shop on the perimeter of the yes. grocery store. But I'm like... How the fuck, all right, if you want to dissect the last two, mm-hmm. two and a half years, yeah. if health was really, really mm. important, well, why the hell were we told to stay inside? Exactly. Why were we told to don't go to the gym, exactly. don't exercise? Mm-hmm. And there was like a leveraging mm-hmm. of this, con- once more, this convenient, I think we're addicted to convenience. Uh, uh, yeah, I w- yeah. That's the I big thing. And anything, that, and anything yeah. that adds to that. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's hard. People... People don't think that they can do hard things, but they can do hard things. Mm, say, it say it again. You can do hard things, people. Do the hard things. I don't want to work out five days a week, but I do it because it's hard and it's good. It's yes. good for us to move our bodies. If you don't choose your hard, your heart is choosing for A you. A thousand percent. It's either you pay for it, you pay the grocery bill now, and you buy the things that are maybe a little bit more expensive or you pay for it later, waiting in the lines for the doctor's office, the lines to pick up your prescriptions, and then what your prescriptions cost. And then all the side effects of those medications. Right. The side effects from the medications and the direct effects from the medications. Yes. And then also the pain and suffering. Yes. Like yeah. from the lack of priority, which mm-hmm. is cool and is which is which which is, can be what available is mm-hmm. what available to people. But that's why, you know, I, I'm grateful that there's another passion that's yes. just, you know, in yeah. the game to be able to mm-hmm. teach people. One, you can do hard things. Yes. And in doing the hard things, that's going to actually create more ease in yes. your life. Because when it comes to a pandemic or whatever, mm-hmm. last two years, I was chilling. <laughs> I wasn't worried about my health no, at yeah. all. And mm-hmm. me and Lou, we got COVID like back in 20, what was mm-hmm. that, tw- last summer. Mm-hmm. And we were stuffy noses yeah. and yeah. slept like yeah. for a day or two. And then yeah. we we're like, okay. 
yeah. got that upgrade. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Not to discount, this is important, not to discount anything as, right. um, you know, Mandy's really worked with treating, you know, a number of mm-hmm. COVID patients very mm-hmm. intimately in her mm-hmm. practice. And one of the things that I was asking her in the pre-chat and yesterday uh, before we connected here was, you know, what do you want people to know with COVID? And she's like, that you can work through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. There are treatments and they're working and we know the side effects of them. And yeah, I have treated lots of COVID. I've treated lots of COVID. And there are some people who got really sick, but I work really hard to make sure that you aren't in the hospital. Because I can't, I can control zero things once you're in the hospital. So, and I don't yeah. think, and I don't think it's important to dive into, you know, what can happen in the hospital as I want to keep the focus more so on, you know, what can mm-hmm. we do? And, yeah. you know, why are we doing this? And mm-hmm. I think one thing that's super important to just reiterate, you know, the, just the importance of mitigating and lowering your inflammation Mm -hmm. of the body but also lowering the inflammation of the mind yeah yeah because if your mind is quite literally inflamed you're confused Mm -hmm. and you're looking at Mm -hmm. the news or you know what Mm -hmm. might be inflammatory in nature Mm -hmm. that can lead to a lack of ease in your system which Mm -hmm. is going to stress you out in a body long short y'all and stress as a reminder it's not supposed to be there long. No, yeah. We enter the yeah. fight, flight, or freeze for, it's supposed to be moments because yeah. a saber-toothed tiger is coming right. at us, and then we're supposed to, Right. Ah, yeah. okay, now I can chill, yeah. now I can relax, yeah. but so many uh, citizens of the world in this moment are just living such an inflamed lifestyle, yeah, and I sure. think that as you, uh, you know, modify your, your diet and, mm-hmm. your, and, you know, what you're doing on the day-to-day, mm-hmm. and you create more access for yourself and for your family, life's going to change. Yeah. I mean, fear was um, becoming one of, like, the number one risk factor for death of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off the news. They don't care about you. They don't. They just want the clicks. They want the money. That's all they want. Same with the government. They don't care. They don't care. If they cared, they'd ban all this stuff. They'd ban seed oils. They'd ban sugar. But they don't. Because here's the reality. You have your big diet. So then you need your big pharma to support your big diet. Mm. And you need big insurance to support your big pharma to support your big diet. And then the big government is in bed with everyone, making hand over fist in their Scrooge McDuck pools full of cash while we die and suffer. And it's an addiction. And people don't think that it is. Well, you can't overdose on it. But no, you die a slow, uncomfortable, painful death. Mm. Ooh, because people are confused for more Mm -hmm. life being, quote unquote, good or Mm -hmm. the goal. Same thing with like advancement in technology. People are so focused on trying to extend our lives versus deepen our lives. But if you examine the quality of life, as Mm -hmm. people generally get older, uh, that it goes, it drops massively yeah. with sarcopenia, mm-hmm. loss of muscle mass, mm-hmm. loss of movement, yep. slowing of the mind. Yep. And like you already yep. mentioned, Alzheimer's type three and type yeah. four. Yeah. And with these different aspects of things, this is important because if you're not paying attention to the quality of mm-hmm. your life, which is based around your lifestyle, mm-hmm. literally how you do your yeah. every day, yeah. every day, mm-hmm. then you are going to become victim or you're going to be milked energetically and health wise. And it can be slow. Until it's not. Yeah. And then, and then what do you look towards for right. your power? Right. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you, met, you touch on frailty, loss of muscle mass is what you said. And there is a strong correlation between inability to stand up out of a chair without using your hands between frailty and falls as you age. Mm. And so I tell my patients, and you can ask my kiddos, the number one exercise you need mm-hmm. to do for the rest of your life is squats. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to stand up out of that chair without using your hands. And as we age, muscle mass loss, you talk about protein is imperative, imperative. And you're not going to get it in a bunch of vegetables. 
you can't eat enough vegetables to replenish the protein that you need. It has to come from actual protein. So I get nervous when people are, you know, in the vegetarian, vegan realm. I'm like, Ooh, as you age, you need that protein for sure. Yeah, I always think about as a, it's, it's fun to challenge. What are your thoughts as people I've, I've commonly heard is like, oh, well, elephants don't eat any meat or, you know, gorillas don't eat any meat. Yeah, but their intestines were created to digest <laughs> it. And look at how fat they are. You know what I mean? Look how fat yeah. a gorilla is. Yeah. Someone said that. I just saw that something about the hippos the other day. They don't even, but look at, look at them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was just reading yesterday, because I'm trying to understand this. I don't know everything, and I'm very honest. I'm not that smart, but I try. Yes, and, yes. and you even talked about, like, difference, if I can touch on this. You talked about difference um, in opinions. Like, no one knows who to believe. Even in the keto carnivore world, everyone has a different opinion. I live in, listen to multiple different people, and they all have different opinions on how we should do it. My thing is... Cut out the processed carbohydrates and sugars and seed oils. Full stop. Over. That's it. And then it's not a blanket. It really is individualized. Because if you come into me as a diabetic, I'm going to treat you differently than someone who's metabolically healthy, who's insulin sensitive, yeah. whose body responds to insulin. Yeah. If you come into me as a diabetic and you want to come off meds, then it's fat and protein. Mm -hmm. There's no vegetables. There's no fruit. None of that. And so we fix the problem mm. or we know, okay, you your body is too damaged. We can't, you're going yeah. to be on the lowest amount of medication possible. Yeah. So, but if you come to be insulin sensitive, that's a different story. We can play more with those vegetables and fruits and things like that. I love that you said everybody is different. Yeah. Because that's a great reminder. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if you could share with our listeners, you know, what's something amazing that you've seen in switching someone from being on their meds to putting them on fats and proteins and you know, how has, how has their health changed? I mean, they feel better. They have more energy. I feel like their brain clarity is better. They're not so foggy. They don't want to like lay down and take a nap after eating a meal. I mean, I remember that you eat a heavy carb meal and you're just like, Oh, oh good night. See you later. Oh, it's a wrap. Right. I know. Um, going to eating once or twice a day. I used to have to eat in the middle of the night. I would wake up and I'd be so hungry. I'd have to eat something to go back to sleep. Now I eat once or twice a day. I still get hungry, but it's not hangry, and it's not something I can't overcome mm. in the moment. Ooh, as this isn't this came up in uh, I think facilitator camp for Kairos training coach this past year, my community of uh, chiropractors that get after it. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> in artificial or man-created means that can lead to unsustainable outcomes. However, if it's coming more so from nature being fats, being proteins, mm -hmm. quite literally mm -hmm. more connected. I'll say more connected to nature yeah. versus having the things that are like in the middle. It mm -hmm. literally leads to more intense or ravenous kind yes. of cravings. Yeah. And that's because, well, guess what? Your body's used to this drug that's right. called sugar, yes. which in a rat uh, in a study on mm -hmm. based on rats, mm -hmm. rats were giving cocaine and they were giving sugar and say, which one do you want? And they went after the sugar, Yes, which is crazy to me. Yes. And even it's not like a caloric I'm not, mm. I don't ask my patients to count anything because I don't want to count anything. So I'm never asking people to do something I'm not already doing. Oh, okay? integrity. Yeah, integrity. Right? Yeah, integrity. Um, so if you look, there was, a, I think it was called the Minnesota, Minnesota study. We'll look it up. We'll yeah. In the show notes. Yeah. Don't fact check with me on that. But um, they did a study in men and they um, restricted their calories and it became an obsession. All they wanted to do was eat. An obsession. When they were eating, ingesting when they, carbs. When they were, yeah, I think it was, I don't, 
I think the diet wasn't fat protein. This was done like back in the fifties. Okay. Um, but they just put them on a calorie restrictive diet and then all they want to do is eat. So, and then if you look at it, like every time you eat something like that, your body has to put out insulin because insulin, it, one of its jobs is to help um, grab that sugar and put it into the cells mm-hmm. to use it for energy, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so um, you have that insulin. And then I think one of the reasons you hear this notion of eat every two hours, right? And so I think one of the notions for that is just because it keeps you then from gorging at your three meals a day, yeah. right? So they're like, well, if we can get you to eat every two hours, then maybe you'll just stay on track and you won't be so feel like you're being what's the word I'm like for? You're just stretched then. Yeah. As the United yeah. States people, like they yeah. they oftentimes there's so many people, oh yeah, I forgot to eat today. Yeah. And me, I'm like, motherfucker, how? <laughs> I'm like, how? <laughs> back back to the back to the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then if you're eating every two hours and you're constantly having insulin floating in your body, right? Because it's gotta mm. do its job. Yep. And then insulin loves fat. So the more insulin you have in your body, the more fat you have in your body. So then your cells are exposed to insulin that much more and they become resistant and they don't want anything to do with it. Or then you have your insulin resistance where you just have all the insulin floating around and all the, you know, the sugars floating around. And then just by biochemistry through a process called de novo lipogenesis, from the minute we're created to the minute that we're born, our body's job is to keep us alive. So through this process, it takes all of that excess blood sugar because it doesn't want you to die and it converts it to triglycerides and stores it in your liver. You can literally die of cirrhosis of the liver and not have a single drop of alcohol. So when you come into me at a cholesterol panel, I'm looking at your triglycerides and your HDL. I could care less about your cholesterol or your LDL. If we're really concerned about LDL, once you've gotten into this lifestyle and your numbers have kind of stabilized, then there's another uh, cholesterol panel that dives deeper into it, and it looks at LDL. There's two different sizes of LDL. It's not just one size. And so then we can look at to that and see, do you have more of the fat and fluffy, which is what you want, versus the hard and small? So then when it eating the processed carbohydrates and sugars converts it to the hard and small, so it's like a little bullet in your artery, and it's bouncing around, and it puts a hole in your artery wall. Well, what does your body want to do? Stay alive. So it comes and it plugs the hole with cells that are made up of fat, cholesterol, and protein. And then it happens again, and then it happens again, mm. and then it happens again, and then it happens again, and then... That's how we get our plaque buildup, and then inflammation plays into that also, and so. You just described, I think, one of the most important cycles that's happening, happening without eyes mm-hmm. in our bodies, as so many people just don't know, as, you know, when you go to the, was it the, the fucking, the my plate? Oh, yeah. It's oh. like 40%. It's like, have 40% grains. That. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Uh, I mean, why I said before, they just <laughs> want us addicted to it. <laughs> But if you look at it, so your body needs one teaspoon, one teaspoon this is good. of sugar Listen up. to maintain a blood sugar of 75 to 85. If you go a half a teaspoon up, you're diabetic, a half a teaspoon down, you're dead. Okay. So I did some research because I, okay, I do some research. I don't have all the time in the world. But so I looked, I looked at the government. What are they telling us to eat? So they want you to keep your limited, your added sugars limited to 50 grams a day. That's added sugars. Okay. Then your carbohydrates, they want you to eat 275 grams a day. That equates to one and a quarter cup plus seven teaspoons of sugar. How much, how much sugar does your body need to maintain a normal blood sugar? One teaspoon. And now you're eating, it's 67 times that. It's 67 Holy teaspoons. Shit. That's how much that is. 
shooketh. I know. It's insane. And that's just one day. That's one day. And that's if you count. Most people aren't counting. They're drinking their Pepsis, their Mountain Dews. They're going to fast food. Gatorades. Gatorades. They're all, all full of it. And then you go to fast food and it's all seed oils. They cook it all in seed oils. So you have seed oils and Mc, sugar. Yeah. McDonald's used to fry their fries in beef tallow. I wish they'd go back to that. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. When they initially started, it was all in beef tallow. Wow. So when you're looking at your fats, you're cooking in beef tallow, grass-fed butter, ghee, avocado oil, olive oil. I say those, you have to check your labels on the olive, olive oil and avocado oil because they will cut them with seed oils to make it cheaper. Wow. So you got to read your labels. All the ketogenic products out of there, I, I probably wouldn't touch 95% of them. What's, a, what's an ingredient they can look for when it comes to olive oil and avocado oil? Soybean oil, canola oil, safflower oil, those things. Yeah. And we'll be sure to highlight the different oils and, you know, the different things that uh, Mandy's dropping for y'all. So that way you can just look at the show notes to reference things as, once more, we want convenience in this episode. We want convenience in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Here's a question for you, as I'm curious to your answer. Mm -hmm. Why do people eat? Or why is it important to eat? Well, I mean, we need clearly nutrition and we need the energy. Um, just baseline. I think there's a big emotional com- attachment to it. A thousand percent. Yeah. I think a lot of it, the eating is the emotional eating. And I'm even part of that. I have to stop and be like, why are you eating right now? Are you hungry or are you just bored? Well, I think the last two years, a lot of people have been in the fridge because they're just bored or scared. Um, so you really need to do some good soul work and check why, mm. why am I going to put this in my mouth? Am mm. I actually hungry? And maybe drink a glass of water with some salt in it. Mm-hmm. A little salt, some lime. Mm-hmm. Sounds tasty. Yeah, Yum. right? Yum. Non-alcoholic yep, yep, margarita. Yep. <laughs> I love this. As it, I think what we're starting to you know, explore is you know, how to optimize your life and how to make things super easy. As I love the concept that our bodies are designed to survive. Mm-hmm. I forget where I heard it. I think it was on IG or something. Mm-hmm. But it was like uh, someone said, my doctor said once, your brain is not concerned about anything but helping you survive yes so when it comes to trauma when it comes to emotions Mm -hmm. it's all about defensiveness so that's just our brain however our mind i think is more of a constructive value or a constructive force to be able to utilize and influence the brain and influence the body to make sure we can navigate things in an intentional way and i think when it comes to consumption of eating as once more we talk about nourishment as a pillar of health at the Mm -hmm. source and it's so important as we and we give people the invitation to begin to fast, mm-hmm. whether it be intermittently, you eat mm-hmm. in a window, whether yep. it be a water fast, whether it be yep. a dry fast, it's a lot more intense, yeah. or a juice Ooh. fast or yeah. bone broth yeah. fast. That's a little yeah. less intense yeah. in case yeah. y'all yeah. want to start yeah. there. Oh, this is not <laughs> medical advice. Yeah, uh, yeah please disclaim that. <laughs> <laughs> but what is important is it's to be able to get a break and create space. Yes. Because I think yeah. in creating space, whether it's you fast from social media, fast from oh, your phone, yeah, it when you do it with food and even water, but when you do it with food in particular, you really get sensitized or resensitized to how and why am I eating this? Mm-hmm. Because when you fast for a day or two days or three days, I've, the longest I've ever fasted for on a water fast was seven days. And at a certain point, your body switches over to ketogenesis, yes. which it really, it mm-hmm. switches over mm-hmm. to be able to break down then the fats that we're walking yeah. with to yeah. use those as energy. Mm-hmm. Why is this important? In the space of that, I think you really regain sovereignty in a different way because you're like, oh, wow, you th- you see how much energy goes into prepping food, mm-hmm. talking about food, mm-hmm. thinking about food, mm-hmm. snacking, and then the actual consumption of it. But you're just like, holy shit, mm-hmm. 
And once more, as you go into fasting, I think one fascinating thing that happens with your body is it actually gets a lot more focused because it thinks it needs to look for a lot more food. However, leveraging once more the constructive value that is your mind, you can direct it to learning a new language. Mm -hmm. The book, The Complete Guide to Fasting with Jimmy Fong or Dr. James Fong, mm -hmm. uh, he breaks down in uh, prisoners that were mm -hmm. putting on a water fast for mm -hmm. a few days. They actually were able to learn and master Norwegian in the matter of, a, I think it was under a week. Dang. It is one of the most complex languages yeah, in the yeah. game yeah. because the body's mm. ability to, mm -hmm. to redirect and reorganize its energy is so potent. But yeah. what do you want to put that energy towards? Right, right. And the other thing, just metabolically, what your body does, is it has a chance to heal itself. It can repair <sighs> its cells. It can get rid of the cells that don't work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're constantly having to digest food, it can't do what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. So I, for sure, talk to my patients about intermittent fasting. And what that, whether that is you eat one meal a day, you eat lunch and dinner, you eat breakfast and lunch, you eat breakfast, dinner. Like, I know people who have to eat breakfast. Fine. But give your body time to not have to process food. Mm -hmm. Give your insulin time to drop so you're mm. not having that constant insulin in your body. Mm. What are some ways that people can gain more awareness of, you know, where their day-to-day -day insulin levels may be or their, yeah. hormone, their hormone panels? Yeah. What, what would you recommend? So, I mean, if you're really looking into it, I would, uh, the best thing is a finger stick glucometer. So where you check your blood sugar. Um, I, I would tend you to stay away from checking a fasting glucose in the morning just because we have a thing um, about four o'clock in the morning, it's called the dawn effect, where our liver is starting to wake us up. And so it's going to shoot out some sugar into our bodies to help us have the energy uh, to do that. Yep. And that can last till, till about 11 o'clock in the morning or so. It might end sooner in some people, but that's kind of what we say. So if you're going to check, I would check two hours after you eat. And then we really want your blood sugar to be below 100 if you're hanging out, you know, one teens, one twenties, higher than that, then there's some um, insulin resistance going on there. Because there's increased blood floating in, or increased sugar floating in your blood, yes. which can lead to toxic or detrimental effects. As right. it's not supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the uh, the the process of autophagy, as that's the shedding of essentially dead yep. cancerous cells when the body's able yep. to allocate energy to yep. more of what's necessary. Yeah, I think the mind does the same thing. Okay, you're not focused on food. Yeah. So what have you been running away yes, from? What exactly. haven't you been looking at? What exactly. haven't you examined? Yeah. Food can be a great escape, mm -hmm. especially for my introverts. Um, as shoot, if you're, you don't have to, you don't have to leave your house mm -hmm. anymore. No. For anything. Mm -mm. For fucking water. I know. For your groceries <laughs> to go on a date. I know. I know. Like it's crazy. I swipe know. left and you're the man, or whatever fucking way you swipe. I don't know. <laughs> Just don't swipe at all. Just <laughs> stay off of it garbage the only reason i'm on social media is because i have my business i'd rather not be on it right I, I'm, I'm, I was I'm off with you. i mean, i was off it i got off it about 10 years ago and then i started two years ago and i started my business but mm. yeah well tell me uh with your business you know what are you really really excited about when it comes to the rest of 2022 yeah. and 23 with what you got going i am just so excited to help people Ugh. i'm i'm excited to encourage them i mean how often do you go into your provider's office and you just get encouragement that you're doing oh, the hard work. So good. I'm so excited that I'm finding people that want to do the hard work. Mm. It, it gets old to be in this mill of dispensary. Mm. All we do is hand out meds. And the only thing, the only two meds that cure anything are antibiotics and antivirals. Everything else is symptom suppression. We're not curing anything. We don't have health care. We have sick care in America. Mm. That's it. Mm. This isn't health because health isn't profitable. It's mm. not making the pharmaceutical companies 
a bazillion dollars a year. They don't care. And this is important, as I love, because it's not profitable to them or to the bigs. Right. I'll just say the bigs. Yeah. Fuck them. But yeah. the bigs. <laughs> what it is profitable for is for more life expression. It's for increased happiness. It's for increased alignment of mm -hmm. self. Yes. It's for, oh, my God. It's just for you to be able yeah. to do what you want to do now that that shit is clear. Yeah. Which, once more, it's like. Fun fact, yeah. I like to think that philosophically and energetically, you're a chiropractor. Why? <laughs> because you help clear the interference yeah. and clear the shit that's in the way of people from yes. actually allowing their life to thrive. Yeah. I gave this little example the other day, and it was like, take a piece of grass, for example, or that beautiful plant behind you. Mm -hmm. That thing can't grow, or the only thing that can grow it is the plant right. itself. Mm -hmm. We can cheer it on. Yeah. We can give it a great environment, good-ass air, right. water, get it some sun, and get it some good dirt, some good soil growing. Right. But you can't grow it. It has this natural intelligence inside it if it is alive that is constantly efforting to adapt and build and grow and stretch and reach. Mm -hmm. And I think us as human beings are this, like, mobile plant. So we don't need to have these, like, actual roots that go into the ground and keep us there. We actually are able to fuck around and walk. Mm -hmm. But it's important to realign ourselves with what are the principles of nature and what is sustainable because, once more, that which is made from nature is for us because mm -hmm. we come from nature as well. And if you're in these artificial environments, internally and externally, mm -hmm. that shit is not going to be sustainable because it's like severing a plant from its roots right. when we have the ability to, yes, put our foot, our feet in the earth itself, but we can connect to nature in so many different ways. And I just love that the reminder that we're not here to be suppressed symptomatology-wise because our symptoms are signposts and blessings for what Some, the fuck is going on. Something's not right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's a that's a that's its own thing too, because people are like oh, there's the placebo effect. <laughs> it's like, yo, bro, why wouldn't you want to go to a healthcare provider that has a big smile on her face, wearing this bright ass yellow I know, shirt? I know. She looks healthy. Yeah. She feels healthier. I do. You know, I feel great. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I do. I've never and I've never. I used to work out six days a week, and I wasn't one of those people like I have to punish myself in the gym. But I was like, well, if I want to eat that later. I need to get my workout in. Sure. I always want to, I love how tall I, I'm pretty tall, but I would love, Oh, I'm always like, I want to be taller so I can eat more. <laughs> uh, still stands true. Even though my, that was, you know, pre my diet revolution days, but, um, still stands true. I, I mean, I enjoy eating, but it's, um, I think because I'm eating such good things that I'm meals are way more enjoyable. Mm. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you don't get bodied afterwards no. and you're like, you can't move. Yeah. And I don't want to like coma. I'm like, Burr. like I, I have energy. I mean, I do enjoy a little 20 minute power nap, no, but no. you know, I'm not like needing to like, uh, do you know Kevin James? Yes. He's the comedian. Yes. Kings of Queen. He did this whole stand up back in, <laughs> this was probably early 2000s. Uh, and he talks about how he's like, I just want to take a nap after I eat a, <laughs> after I beat a Big Mac and he's all like falling asleep in the restaurant. He's like, I'm like a grizzly bear. <laughs> I'm like, that's so true. You eat all that crap and all you want to do is just go to sleep. Because yeah, your body's like, lay your ass down yeah. so I can do some <laughs> work. work. Yeah, right. <laughs> Since your ass didn't yeah. want to work. 
exactly. You know, body, can we just get an acknowledgement right now? Like, oh man, body, you're just so good to me, yes. so good to us. Constantly yes. dealing with our shit, constantly oh enduring the bombardment from our minds and from our brains. You know, thank yes. you, body, for yes. just loving me yeah. so, just like as Mother Earth loves for us so and provides yeah. for us so, as unsustainable as we yeah. are. Yeah. Our bodies do the same thing yeah. until it's just like, you know what? Fuck it, you deal I with know. it. I know. If you really think about how crazy and amazing our bodies are and what they just, how we were created and the foresight to know what was coming in our diets and how to save us mm. is insane. Like it already had the prepackaged yes, technology. To know how to fix it. Right. Right. When we fucked up. Yes. It wasn't like. It adapted like oh like it just knew it, just it knew. knows it it's, knows it's preset it knows from Damn. the minute you're created to how to fix the problems Damn. you're going to give it in the future Damn. Isn't that crazy it's amazing Our, I ever like every day I was talking to my husband about this last night every day I do this the more I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing I just learned more I'm like oh my god I didn't know that was a thing oh my god I didn't know that was a thing and but it doesn't stop me from wanting to learn and when my the other thing I want to impart to everyone is like you are crazy smart. Mm. crazy smart the media wants to tell you you're stupid the government wants to tell you you're stupid follow them that's what they say mm. listen to me i'm the experts consensus does not make science just because you have a bunch of experts saying the same thing does not make it science mm. or make it true Boom. Which is the real thing. Boom. It doesn't make it true. Oh, Boom. this is good. You're getting into esti- epistemology, sis. <laughs> how people come into experience and right. knowledge. Right. And just because it's common doesn't mean that no. it's factual. And that has been impaired over the last two years. Yeah. Consensus does not make science. Mm, shit, I'd say that the, it's a thing that's not common. That's probably, right. you know what? I'm probably going to do that. Pretty much whatever the government or a three-letter agency tells you to do, do the exact opposite. For real. Do the exact opposite. Mm. They are all in bed together. It's mm-hmm. gross. Mm, it's 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 just unsustainable mm-hmm. and uh, how do I say this? I'm looking forward because you know I wasn't live in the 1920s, but <laughs> I hear them things were roaring. Yeah, and I don't know, sis, but flappers—they look fun. Their dresses look like they had some fun. <laughs> I think there's something about this decade, which I think I'll speak on, and you know, we can begin to bring this conversation to a close, but. The amount of access to information that a lot of people have that, you know, people talk shit about, you know, high schoolers nowadays or kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they have the potential to fucking pivot this thing mm-hmm. way better than any mm-hmm. of us could have because mm-hmm. they are coming mm-hmm. into a world where there's mm-hmm. technology available and mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. And I think as they're able to master that and as the you know generation just really prior, you know, we mm-hmm. saw internet and pagers mm-hmm. and cell phones mm-hmm. and lack of cell phones. And, you know, we can tow that line. Mm-hmm. There's a collaboration that I think just hasn't quite existed because a lot of people are feeling exhausted from the they're exhausted and there's increased recognition of the systems that be mm-hmm. and now they're like oh they're like they see this and mm-hmm. as they see it, it's like okay well what are you gonna do with it mm-hmm. and i think that there's just a lot more people that are like are calling in a renaissance yeah of health yep. calling in a renaissance yep. of fun calling in mm-hmm. a renaissance of taking the power back mm-hmm. and really redistributing that energy to things and mm-hmm. i don't this is coming in for now right now too but grant cardone seller be sold he references and i'm pretty sure he says out of all the Billions of human beings in the world. If everyone had equal distribution of wealth and money, mm-hmm. that each person would have over a billion dollars. Dang. Because there's the there's mm-hmm. the U.S. dollar, but then there's yeah. all the other currencies. Right. But I was like, where the fuck is my billion? <laughs> 
and how is that playing out into our health? Because right. all all and all money is is just energy. Right. And if we can restore, excuse mm-hmm. me, when we can restore more power back mm-hmm. into the beings that are willing, mm-hmm. that are fucking willing to do the hard work right. to to shift things and take mm-hmm. their power back and mm-hmm. take responsibility exactly. for their own health and yep. outcomes. I was like. Yep. Well, we get more. How my question is: How can we inspire more people to, to do that? Right. Because I love the old yeah. the old saying: It's like you can bring a horse to water, but you, you can't make you can't him make him drink. But yeah. my thing is like: Well, you can try to kick the motherfucker in, but right. that might not work because <laughs> it's a horse. Or you can make the water look really tasty. Right. I mean, I think we just got to talk about how was it easy to start this business? Heck no. Heck no. And I want to earn my own billion. I don't even take it from anyone Fuck else. Yeah. I'm gonna Fuck get my yeah. own, right? Yeah, get it. Because those people worked hard for that. Mo- for sure. Mo- well, well, you know, <laughs> caveat, caveat. Yep. Anyways, um, but I think talking about how great this feels, it was extremely hard to do this, and it's still hard. I mean, it's hard to be a provider and then also be a small business owner. But I love every second of it. Mm. I don't ever not want to be my own boss, and I am just you. People are working. 40 plus hours a week for a corporation that when you die, your job will be in the next day. They don't care. So start, do the hard things, start a business, change your lifestyle, go for a walk, do hard things. It's so, you feel so accomplished. I wake up in the morning and I have to work out and I don't want to. And in the middle of it, I, that's untrue. I wake up, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. I'm going to feel good. In the middle of it, I hate every second of it. I'm mad at her. Why are you making me lift heavy weights? Why am I doing this? And by the time I'm done, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. Ooh. I'm so glad I did that. Yes. Right? Yes. And girls, you can lift heavy. Ooh, tell them. Fucking tell them. Lift heavy. Tell them. Get the weights and lift it heavy. I'm so sick of this. I don't want to look. You're not going to look like a man. You're not going to look like a man. It shapes you. It gives you that, the female shape that everyone wants. Mm. Lift heavy. Mm. muscle mass is imperative it is so imperative as we age mm-hmm. cardio is good but you need to be lifting weights mm-hmm. a thousand percent i'd rather you lift weights three to four days a week than mm-hmm. and not run on a treadmill or a thousand percent a thousand it's just yeah. not your body you're just squeezing your you're yeah. wringing your body dry yeah. of the resources that it thinks it needs yeah. and do you, i mean you lift heavy you end up looking like a snack which right is really <laughs> nice. and then you get to eat more snacks like it's really nice i, I know, know. I know we talk about not eating every yeah. two hours, but I, I mean, I you know. can have a fast nap. Yeah, like, yeah. Great. Make yeah. it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. As I heard you, as I heard you speak, start a business, change your lifestyle, do the hard things. I, I, I see like a parallel, like with starting your business, you're making a deliberate effort to create things in the way that you want. And mm-hmm. when you choose to change your lifestyle, mm-hmm. that's, it's the same thing. You're just focusing on your body. Mm-hmm. Your business is just like its own baby right. or its own body right. that you still need to right. effort to create right. different things. And right. there's so much, there's so much information out there. Like I've been crushing Alex Hormozzi's content mm-hmm. who like just highlights so many nuggets when it comes mm-hmm. to business. But uh, what I think is most important is to be able to identify, you know, f- folks like Mandy, like things that we're doing at the source, mm-hmm. find people that are in integrity with, what you what you what you think and empower you to think more for yourself mm-hmm. so that way there's just more sustainable and empowered humans yeah because we just went yeah. to school for an extended amount of time to learn more about health but it's something that everyone needs to learn mm-hmm. how to cultivate if they want to experience more depth of mm-hmm. life for themselves and i wouldn't even say i was taught a whole lot about health 
mm. my career. And I don't, doc, doctors aren't either. Ooh. It's all memorization. Ooh. They don't talk about nutrition. They don't talk mm. about this stuff. And if they do, it's all standard American diet. Right. They don't talk Stay about movement, fat, stress right, processing. Right, right. Yeah, none of that. Which is a whole, they, there's a difference between sickness and health. Right. For sure. And a paradigm where we come from as chiropractors is health and life restoration Versus symptom and disease management. Mm -hmm. Something that Mandy's efforting to do is also health and life restoration versus symptom and disease management. Mm -hmm. As that's a model that we've seen over the last several decades. It's not sustainable as the United States is one of the sickest countries in the world. And one of two countries, as a reminder, that allows pharmaceutical companies to advertise to its people. What's the shit that you dropped on me yesterday? God dang it. The stat. I think it's two-thirds. Is that what I said? Can I look? They spend, go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, twice as much. Pharmaceutical companies are spending twice as much on marketing than they are on research and development. And New Zealand and America are the only two countries that allow direct to consumer advertising. Yeah. 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 Y'all can't see, but I'm like, what the <laughs> I know. fuck? I know. I know. Don't you want them to be spending like four times as much on research and development before they put things in our bodies? We all just blindly follow. One would think. I mean, without going into a whole tangent, you know, yeah. there's this new medical intervention for babies <laughs> where it's like they only did long-term studies, quote-unquote, for two to three months. Can't even. That means after two to three months, it's good fucking luck. Yeah. And then they deny you and they tell you you're crazy when you say there's an issue. Oh, right. Then they, yeah. uh, then they uh, gaslight you. Yes. Or they, I was yeah. trying to think of another yeah. way to ex- explain yeah. gaslight. But then they yeah. just manipulate your mind mm-hmm. and they make you... I think one of the sickest freaking things that someone can do is make you question yourself and make you question your reality, make you question what you're perceiving Mm -hmm. in the way where it's like you don't believe Mm -hmm. like frag. Oh, excuse me. Fragmenting it. Mm -hmm. It's good to have, you know, have someone question and actually examine and reflect, but to fragment or fracture, destroy someone's past experiences Mm -hmm. and constructs of reality is like that's that's highly um, Mm -hmm. manipulative. Mm -hmm. Mm For sure. Yeah, so be around a healthcare professional that empowers you yeah. in your thought processes, y'all. Yeah. Oh, this? Is there anything else you'd like to impart to our people? I just, you can do hard things. You can change it. You can change your marriage. You can change your parenting. You can start mm. a business. You can change your lifestyle. You can do it. Mm. Just everyone needs to hear that. We can do hard things. Oh, God, that needs to be the... Scream from the top. That, right? to, that needs to be the motto of the rest of 2022. It's like, yo, we can do hard things. We can. We're designed to. We were. Yeah. And this country was founded on it. Ooh. <laughs> they did yeah. hard things. Yeah. They put it all on the line. So we can do it. Yeah. And then rela- then relapsed in, you know, into yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I guess. How can our people find you? Uh, yeah. You can go to my website, www.rinconhealth, R-I-N-C-O-N-Health.com. You can email me at mandy at rinconhealth.com or you can call or text me at 520-213-9503. Lovely. Yeah. And just because you've been one of the newer people on Soul Coffee, uh-huh. which I'm super excited. And I actually didn't ask Michael. Damn it. I need oh. to ask him again. Okay. How would you describe your flavor of Soul Coffee to the world? My flavor of Soul Coffee? Yeah. I don't know. Can you give me an example? Like... I don't know what you mean. Sure. <laughs> How would you describe your flavor of soul coffee to the world? So by that I mean, you know, what's the what's it taste like? Was it was it smell like? Was your what's the oh. essence? What's the essence of you? Of me. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are some what are some characteristics of the essence of you? Passion. Hope. Mm. Drive. 
love, mercy, grace, imperfect, mm. but willing to admit it. Mm. Um, lover of Jesus, mom, wife. I just am overall. I'm just happy. I picture a, a holy happy brew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, hear I should a holy roast happy my own coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, follow, please, Mandy on Instagram. Shoot her message with what resonated. Reach out to her in all shapes and forms, especially my people here in Tucson, as it feels good to get the ball rolling with our people from Tucson, mm -hmm. as we need to be where our feet are. And I love being able to empower my community online and in person as well. So however we can be of service to you, please reach out to either of us. We're really, really excited for this month of July. Mm -hmm. We got some excited things going on. We got a health empowerment play workshop. So if you're in Tucson, you're trying to play a little game of kickball, some different things. We're going to be planning things the 31st of July. Uh, Dr. Brett's going to be going to Sundance, middle of the month, up in South My Dakota, which is where Mandy's oh, which is where Mandy's from. So myself and a number of our friends will be going to go support Dr. Brett. So send him some energy, some love for Sundance as well. And however we, we, we can be of support when it comes to your health in a natural and potent way, whether it's workshops or uh, going to do health talks or collaborations or whatever it may be, just know that we're here to be of service, y'all. As always, if this resonated, please leave a five-star review. Share it with your <laughs> yes. homies. We have now officially migrated to Anchor, so this should be on Spotify, if I'm not mistaken, as we're going to effort to get that up. And as always, y'all, be great. Until next time, peace.